Hi guys! Welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Okay, guys, <laughs> how do we start this off? <laughs> okay, I suppose we better get into it. First, I would like to say congratulations to Sony. On the reveal of the PlayStation 5. My God, that is one sexy system. Fuck me, that system looks incredible. Incredible. Aesthetics alone. Just So, you know, <laughs> uh, let's talk about the showcase. Let's get into the showcase, guys. They start off with rock stars. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five is going to be enhanced and expanded. Rockstar. You're gonna ease yourself. Like, I don't know. You know what? Because I actually own the game. Very good story. Very good story. But it started off with that. And that is expected to hit in 2021. Now, like I said, they're going to make some money, but my god, guys, like come on. They are, however, if you have a PS4, and I'm sure you know what, I'm not even going to say it's just exclusive to PS5, because it's going to come to the PS, I mean Xbox Series X as well. We're not talking about Xbox at the moment, it's all PlayStation. So, um, as far as Grand Theft Auto, online until the release of the game on the PS5 every month they will be um, awarding its players one million dollars and I'm sure that a lot of people are happy about that it's funny enough I really don't get into the online department oh whatever then they had Spider-Man Miles Morales. Now, okay, now there was a hell of a lot of con- um, confusion about this, cause okay, 
Universal it. Oh my god, they did a sequel. It's not a sequel. Nor is it a Um, oh, perfect. So, I don't know if you guys ever played um, Skyrim, but you know, it's okay, not Skyrim, not Skyrim. You know that game, um, Xenoblade Chronicles? that expansion where you don't need the first game but it can be standalone if you just got that that's what it is they don't want to call it a DLC they also don't want to call it um like a sequel it's way how to to explain it is that it's as it is an expansion of the original Spider-Man game. Now, like I said, there was a hell of a lot of confusion because people thought that it was a standalone game and it looks incredible. But um I was floored. I said to myself, I said, okay, okay, all right. And then they, and this is from Insomniac, that this expansion will be released later this year. I'm guessing that it's going to be a launch game. Now, this would not go back, this would not be released on a PS4. Or the PS4 Pro. This will only be released on the PS5, which is interesting to say the least. Um, I'm excited for the game. Then here comes Ratchet and Clank. I ripped apart. It's a galaxy hopping platform. It looks gorgeous. Oh my god. It looks fucking gorgeous. But I have to be honest with you guys. I cannot stop thinking about Super Mario Galaxy when I saw that. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. It's it's nothing alike. It's just I, I felt that they're trying to take some of those some of those platform mechanics However, this is not the takeaway from the game. The game looks fucking incredible. Um, Gorilla gave us um, the first look to the sequel to Horizon, um, titled Horizon Forbidden West. Um, It looks 
looks gorgeous. <laughs> People are comparing it to... Okay. People are comparing it to Breath of the Wild. Now, if you guys don't remember, the same time, they came out at the same time. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn came out, I think, a week before um, Breath of the Wild and was overshadowed. I think that from what this trailer showed is that they took some cues from that game and put it into this one, which makes the game even better if you ask me. I mean, are you kidding me? It's immaculate. So, that looked incredible. Um, we got, we got to see Gran Turismo 7. I never was a fan. I'm not a huge fan, guys, of, um, real life. Racing simulator? I'm an RKB person. I don't like that, but... And yes, it looks gorgeous. And, and, and I'm going to explain to you why. Yeah, I guess it's just the mechanics. It's the mechanics of the game that is what's appealing to some people. Because when they go around here talking about like these special looking cars and stuff like that, but you're always in the driver's seat. You're not looking at said car. I'm going off on a tangent. This is not what this is about today. Now, my personal favorite announcement from the showcase. Demon Souls is being remade, remastered for the PS5. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. This will be my first game. This will be my first game on the PS5. Demon Souls. I I love that game. I love that game. I hope that they make the music even more better. I hope that they, you know, it, from what we've seen, it looks incredible. Now, the only thing I can say about this is if they are going to do Demon Souls, you know that they are working on um, Bloodborne. They're working on Bloodborne. Um, there was a couple of indies. Jet, The Far Shore, from Super Birders, Pine Scented. Um, it's said to be a bittersweet interstellar trip with a mythical ocean planet, ocean, oceanic planet with a narrative-driven action adventures. 
Henna, Bushes of Spirits. Okay, a couple of years back, I think 2016, there was um some artists who recreated Majora's Mask. I'm trying to think about what was that engine. However, the artists in them who did that, they made this game. And I'm not mad at it that Ember Labs. Oddworld Soulstorm. It's Oddworld. Goodbye, Volcano High. Um, co-op. I think this is a I think this game is a sleeper. I think that when you play it, you're going to enjoy it and it's going to be the story is gonna be good. It's a, a game that touches on love, friendship, and self-realizations in the final days of civilization. I think that this is a sleeper. And um, I'm looking forward to this game. Bug Snacks. For the creators of Octodad, I... I don't know if you guys played Octodad. I tried it. I wasn't really a big fan. I really wasn't. Um, you make half snack creatures and go with that. I, I just when I saw this trailer, which they took entirely too long on, if you ask me, I said, okay, this is for the kids. Uh, Pathless. Um, it's a tail of an archer and an eagle in a vast forest who ventures into a mystical island to disperse a curse of darkness. These, okay. Anna Pirora is swinging out of the gates with three games. The Pathless, Stray, which is about from the trailer, it was just a cat exploring a city. Um, a little cat in a futuristic walled city devoid of life befriends a sentinel drum and the cat must find the cat must find its way home and perhaps help the city along the way. This is gonna be its journey. Solar Ash is the sequel to Drift Drift Lighter. Um, 
And if you guys haven't played, wait a minute, hold on. It's Hyper Light Drifter. And it's on all of the platforms. Um, it's an interesting game. Not much of a story. I wouldn't say it's. It has an interesting story. It. It. It lays heavy on the gameplay, but go check it out. I think that for the sales, because it's a summer sale at the moment. And you can find that game for cheap. But this is the sequel to that game. And it looks incredible. Ghostwire Tokyo. This is from Bethesda. I didn't see this coming. Um Shini Mikami and the team at Tango Gameworks comes Ghostwire Tokyo, a next-gen action-adventure game coming to console exclusively to PS5 in 2021. Um, this is where you are in a stunning immersive and mysterious world to explore a city full of filled with spirits sorry um and mysterious otherworldly threats with an arsenal of powerful abilities at your command Godfall this is another game. Now, I remember them showing this trailer of like last year. And I didn't know how to take it. And then they showed a bit of gameplay. And I wrote it off. I wrote it off. Now, it's going to be on the PS5 and it's going to be on the PC. Take what it is. I think it's just a. Hackens last game. Like I said, I don't. I saw it and I just was like, really? But um, it's that Hitman 3. It's coming to the PS5. Um, it's gonna be the conclusion to the World of Assassins trilogy. Deathloop. Now that's another um with stunning and stylish environments, memorable combat encounters, and the freedom to tackle each mission at any pace with any approach you choose. This is our kind like you've never seen or felt before. Built with next gen in mind. This game looks fun. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Project Athea? Athea? Yeah. Uh, it's 
a luminous production to create completely new and fresh gaming experience that fuses together the latest technologies with art. With the PS5, our visions truly comes alive. And with Project Gata, players can look forward to being transported to a vast and detailed world filled with beauty and dismay. Square Enix is going to, you know, what Gary Wood is going to, um, he wrote, he, he led the team of writers for this game. It looks gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. Um, there's not much because it's just a showcase, guys. But there's not much. Um, Resident Evil Village. Resident Evil 8. I'm gonna give you my okay okay I'm not into Resident Evil series no more um it's um you remember Resident Evil 4 well Here's Resident Evil 4 Part 2. If I'm being honest with you, that's what this is. Um, Pramata. God, what was that again? Pramata. Hmm. Bizarre. <laughs> okay. It's coming back to me. It, it puts me in the mind of Death Stranding. I actually thought it was a Kojima game, if I'm being honest with you guys. I said to myself, I said, okay, so this is your sequel to Death Stranding. But yeah, that's what it puts you in the mind of. And then they revealed that sexy system. My first impression of this presentation, out of all of those games that I announced or that was announced, I only liked three of them. The first one was Spider-Man Miles Morales. The second game was Demon Souls. And I would say that my third game was uh, I don't want to say like Death Loop. Death Loop looks interesting. As far as the indies go, um, definitely, um, goodbye.
Volcano High. I did not like the cutaways, like them showing off the symbols, the PlayStation symbols. I didn't like that. And I may be in the minority here about that, but I'm like, no. I did get up and I loved the game presentation. And it dragged a little bit for me. First impressions of which system speaks to me. Aesthetics wise, PlayStation 5 knocks it out of the park. If this is pure aesthetics, I'm buying the PS5. When it comes to power, I've got to give it to the Xbox Series X. I have to give it to them. I like that PlayStation sold its all digital console first. And that was supposed to be Xbox Lionheart. Reveal. It's a lot to take in. A lot. Um. If they came out next week. Which system I'm going to pick up first? The only reason why I can't say that at the moment is because the PlayStation still has a lot to sell to me. Um, as well as the Xbox because guys, for the first two years of the release of these systems, third parties will be carrying these games, these systems. They just will. And I know a lot of people came in Xbox about that. Oh my God, you gotta wait for two years. And here's the thing. I thought that it was commendable that Xbox actually told people that. They was like, listen, I know you guys want us to come out swinging, but for the first two years, the third parties will be carrying this system. And it looks like the same thing is going to happen with the PS5. Because right now, right now, to me personally, I cannot believe that GTA 5, which is gonna come to both of those consoles, are not coming out this year. They are not coming out this year. Are you kidding me? Why would you be waiting to next year? I mean, like, you've had 
this game was on the PS3, it went through this whole cycle. This whole cycle. So you've had plenty of time to get this system, this game ready for the release of these two consoles. What this signal to me is that um, these are Sony's and Microsoft's last consoles. And I think that they're transitioning into strictly PC. I mean, every console was a PC, it's a PC light, but I think that the next one is gonna be just PC. PC. Um, here's how this fight is going to play out. I think Microsoft. Everybody is going to want Microsoft to go up against Sony. I don't think that that's what they're going to do this generation. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think Microsoft is looking to the future. Sony is looking into the future, but future now. And what that means is... Microsoft is looking at Steam, Epic Game Store, and they want to attack that market. PlayStation is not going to attack that market. With Microsoft Game Pass, that's who they're going after. The PlayStation 5 will Dip their toe into that. And the only reason why I have this feeling that's what they're going to do is because it's they're strictly consoles at the moment. They don't have a huge presence on the PC. It's just starting. It can evolve. But I think that they're playing it safe. be a very different conversation. It's going to be different. I'm looking, I'm so looking forward to it. I like the Series X because I think that their I think that their services are going to more to the PC people than the console people. I like PS5 for the games alone. Yeah, that's that's how that's how I put it. Um Reveal 
Jesus, that PlayStation 5 looks freaking incredible. If you stand that next to the, the, the Series X, it's, it's so beautiful. It's futuristic. It just goes with the aesthetics of the name PS5. It goes with the aesthetics of that name. Um, oh god, you spent so much time on that. Um, surprisingly, Call of Duty wasn't even in the reveal or in the showcase. And they since, you know, said that they're going to do it on their own platform. Um, and what the hell is up with these? 84 gigabyte patches? That's... Oh my god, that is... That's a headache. That is a headache. Like, these games are not optimized. They're not optimized. Um... I guess the last piece of gaming news, I'm sure that there were so many, but it's completely overshadowed by the PS5. I just can't get that out of my head, guys. That system looks freaking incredible. I just, I want it. I want it. Um, Nintendo. Um, they showed all more gameplay of the origami key. I'm going to pick that game up. I think it's going to be fun. Oh, and check out their Sony, Sony's, Microsoft, as well as Nintendo Summer Game Sales. There's a lot of games. I picked up Call of Cthulhu. And I have to be honest with you guys, that game looks incredible on the Switch. It looks good. And it runs fine. So, yeah, I guess that's it for the mo- Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Destiny's lays out its plans for its future games. We're still going to be playing Destiny 2. You're going to get expansions all the way up to 2022. Um, I did like the presentation. And I'm looking forward to, you know what, guys? I think that that game is going to come to the Switch. I really do. I think it's going to come. Let me see the names of the um, expansion. Okay, so the first one, which will be released on September 22, is called Beyond Light. It will take place on the Jupiter moon of Europa. 
The expansion will be bringing back all locations from the first game. And this will go through 2021 and 2022. And they're going to also be releasing The Witch Queen and Lightfall. I'm, I'm just waiting for them to expand this to the Switch. Because it's really a fun game. However, if you're on your own, it's not as fun. But it looks good. And they're, they're committed to this for the next 10 years. Gosh, that was huge. That was a lot of gaming news. PS5 just dominated. Just dominated. And yeah, that's it. And those were your top stories in gaming. top stories and pop culture. To this, this good stuff. Ikezaya had a baby boy. Okay, first of all, I didn't even know that she was pregnant. Of course, she would have a baby by another rapper. I. What is his name? What's the father's name? Because he's a rapper. And I'm like, what the hell? Playboy Cardi. Uh, I may have heard of him. <laughs> but I really don't follow like these uniquely named rappers. I really don't. Um. Oh, well, she had a kid. And, um, congratulations to you, Mama. I like that she... She came out and got ahead of everyone. Because she wrote on her Instagram, she was like, Look, guys, I want to keep my child private and whatnot. But... I'm just letting you guys know, hey, I had a kid, 
<laughs> okay? Just respect that and be happy for me. But I'm not going to be, you know, parading my child around for the gram or the likes and stuff like that. And I respect that. I respect that. Kelly Clarkson is separating from her husband. And this just came out. I dang. This is after her statements on quarantine together. A lot of, I told y'all a lot of people are going to be breaking up. A lot of people are going to be breaking up after this quarantine stuff because it, I'm sure that they got together and that it was like, oh, we're lovely. You know, you're a good person. And I'm sure that they do love each other. But I think that they... And this is just life as it is. That people are jumping in to relationships because they're both busy. They're both busy. Busy bodies. And now they have to be stuck in the same room or under the same roof together. They are discovering things about other people, the person who they're with, that they might not jive with so well. And gosh, she sounds about for divorce. I was like, oh my gosh, she had a lot of kids by that man. No, just two. River and Remedy. Remington. Yeah, Remington. Um, it's unfortunate, Kelly. I hope that you, you know, heal and take away something positive away from this. Grow from it. Um, Chloe and Hallie Alba. It's fucking incredible. I bought the album last night. I like every track. And that is shocking. Because I just discovered them not too long ago. I like everyone that those girls can fucking sing. My favorite tracks is... Ungodly Hour, which is the title of the album, Forgive Me, Lonely, Oh My God, Um, Busy Boy, Girl, just, (laughs) Girl, it's these girls here came to remind you. Now, I can understand why Beyonce grab these young ladies and you know just refine their talent 
these girls have range range and like their first album was an EP this is like their official album good fucking job great fucking goddamn album I've been cursing a lot in this podcast this week oh my god oh my god but guys go it's called Ungodly Hour that song the, my favorite you know my favorite one but like the one I keep on repeat is Forgive Me oh uh, and I like that the songs are short. It gives you exactly what you want. And it's on to the next one. Now, for certain people, that that can hurt your album. This one, it's not... And I think that the reason why this is really good is because you, when you have a, a concept in your album... You are telling a story. You need interludes and, and whatnot. Then you have to have like a good story. These are songs are just songs. And that's what you're supposed to do with these kind of songs. You're supposed to hit you and get up out of there. Great album. Great album. And Lizzo. Came out earlier this week and told her haters and her, you know, people who like to shame fat people that she's doing it for herself. She's not doing it for you. And it just a it's a it's a positive body message. Kudos to Lizzo, because Lizzo has been working out forever. But the problem is, is that a lot of people are just focused on how big she is and not how healthy she may be. And she just wants to remind you girls that, hey, I may be big, but that does not necessarily mean that I am unhealthy. So, I support you, mama. I think that you... I think that you are where you need to be at right now. I don't want you to be forced into being small for to get more recognition. Boo. Get get down how you live. And if you are healthy, then I am happy. Now for the last story. Okay, J.K. Rowling, I want to talk to you. I want to have a conversation with you there. Um, and not just to you, but some of these women, I want to talk to you. Ladies, ladies, ladies. I know that we have this (laughs) this thing in us 
to wear as that we don't we're very catty we're very competitive when it comes to another woman that is just our nature always have and will continue to be Some of you ladies need to not be threatened by people who identify themselves as women who are trans. J.K. Rowling goes on Twitter and links everyone to their past because this, this, I bet that she was talking about was quite inclusive. And it was talking about how certain women, hold on, let me make sure, because I want to make sure that it's, Right. Okay, so in the 3,600 word piece published on her uh, website, um, she, she explained why she has joined the UK's polarizing trans debate revealing that she was a domestic abuse and sexual assault survivor and held concerns around single sex spaces. She said if sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. She said, I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully, meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. a woman being in the spaces or in the presence of somebody who may identify as trans I I am not threatened in the slightest in fact, I very well may, you know, be encouraging them to join. <laughs> it's because it, it is what it is. And I'm not going to... I, here's the thing. 
I hate, this is what I hate. I hate that they feel inferior next to women. I don't like that. And what I mean by this is this. I don't want you to think you are less than. If you identify as trans. I don't want you to feel less than next to me. I want you to feel equal. You are, trans people are some of the strongest people on the face of the earth. Now, as women, We all go through it. All of us go through it. It's like it's a battle every day. And this is not to say that some of the guys don't go through it. I think some of the guys go through it as well. Like they got a lot on their shoulders. But we're focusing on the women right now. Sorry, I'm a little bit lost for words because I'm, I'm really the reason why I'm so confused is I don't understand why we are even here. If I'm if I'm being honest, why is this even a discussion? This should not be a discussion. It's Oh my God, J.K. Rowling. Something happened to you that you desperately need to sort out. You don't need to put that, project that onto these ladies. Stop with that. Go to a fucking counselor. And talk it out. Or. If I'm going to be petty. If I'm going to be a bitch. Girl. Are you telling me that. One of the ladies. One of these girls. One of these ladies or girls. Took your man. And. You are pressed about it. You are pressed about it. My lived experience as a, a as a woman does not diminish the obstacles that a trans woman goes through. It's hell, we're all in the same goddamn boat.
the same goddamn boat. And the only reason why I say to, I have more sympathy for these girls, is because, especially black ones, they are getting murdered for just existing. Now, you know, we know our privilege. You know we got privilege. But these these girls are being murdered just for simply existing. It's an epidemic how much they're getting murdered. And then you want to go around here and spew this nonsense? Shout out to Daniel Radcliffe for standing in solidarity to these to women's plight because I hate I hate it when you I don't want to box them moving forward I'm not boxing them if they want to identify as if they identify not if they want if they identify as a woman so fucking be it Join the club. Happy to have you. You guys have got to stop with this shit. It makes you look weak. It makes you look insecure. And it makes you look stupid. is revealing to what's going on with you. Transphobia is stupid. It's dumb. Homophobic is stupid. It's dumb. It's, it's so beneath us. It is so beneath us. It's so beneath us. You can say you don't like that individual, but to say that you don't like all of them, girl, Bye. Shut up and just leave. Nobody is not here for that. God damn it. Shout out to um Dave Chappelle. I saw your stand-up special last night and it was fucking powerful. Last night I witnessed a genius, a comedic genius. Now my greats, as far as comedic genius is and always will be, George Carlin, Eddie Murphy. I even love Robin Williams. I love me some Whoopi. I think Whoopi is funny as hell. Monique, girl, stop playing. Monique is a beast. Simone is a beast. But last night, we all knew that Dave Chappelle was great. 
But what he did last he is a phenomenal storyteller. He's a phenomenal storyteller. It was he took you, he he broke it down. And it was all about, you know, what's been going on. It's on YouTube, it's free, just look up Dave Chappelle. And I think it's called eight minutes and 26 seconds. 26 seconds or 46 seconds. But check it out. He has this great ability how to tell a story. Incredible. Incredible. Kudos to that man. Go check it out. It's free. It's on YouTube. It's on Netflix. And you will enjoy it. It's very powerful. You know what? I'm going to leave it on that part because I really don't want to go. I really don't. Yeah. We're going to leave it there. Everybody stay safe. And I know times are strange right now. Thank you for supporting the last episode because we focus a lot on um, the Black Lives Matter movement. I saw numbers just rising and I really appreciate you listening to it. I appreciate when you guys hang out with me every week anyway, but you know, it was very heavy last week and I, I felt supported. So thank you. Um, and, yeah, we it there. And those were your top stories in pop culture. the end of another great episode here on Tea Thrills. I've been your host, Assyria, and look forward to seeing you next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 